Hey, I'm Norb. And I'm Mike. And we're The Watchmen. The men who watch. If it's on a screen, we're watching it and sharing it with you guys. And today is our very first episode. Yeah, how long have we known each other? About 24 years. 24 years we've been friends. And that friendship definitely came out of our love of movies. We have a production company. We're both filmmakers. And it really was movies that brought us together. Uh, we just we loved a lot of the same movies. That's kind of what led to us becoming filmmakers and business partners. And, and that's what led to us doing this YouTube channel today. So speaking of movies, Norb, I was wondering what your top five action movies were of all time. Well, that's kind of what today's show is all about. Top five action movies. Now, I haven't actually seen his list. I have a pretty good idea what's on it, but we decided to not actually tell each other what's on the list. So a little bit of surprise for us as well as for you guys. So well, before we jump into it, I just want to remind everybody, since this is a brand new channel, uh, make sure you hit that like button. And if you like what we're doing, hit the subscribe button and then click on that notification bell. And that way you won't miss any future episodes that we release. And we hope that you guys do like our show because we're excited to get this going. So, Mike, you ready to get into it? Yes, we really appreciate you watching and supporting us. And uh, our goal is that you're going to have as much fun listening and commenting to what we talk about as we do talking about it. That's right. So, Mike, you get it started. Start with number five on your list. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to say uh, there are so many great action movies out there, and 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 top lists are difficult to do. But but also, it's just a great way to come up with conversation. And and I did a lot of thinking yesterday about what are my favorite favorite five action movies, and I wanted to obviously I go back to the '80s because that was the time where I was everything was such an impression on me of things I saw at the theater, but. I didn't want to forget that there are great action movies today as well. But again, there are so many, it, it is hard to pick five. But I did. And so number five on my list is Kingsman. And Ooh. not the Kingsman that's coming out later this year, but the original Kingsman. Uh, that, that was a modern movie that had just some amazing scenes, and not to mention the great characters, but... I just really enjoyed the minute it started, and I will say it started with a cool 80s song, but I thought this is going to be a great ride, and uh, you and I saw that together. Yep, and uh, I know that one of the scenes that really jumps out is that uh, that massacre battle in the church. That definitely is like this, I probably the signature scene from that movie, and that, that was pretty amazing. It's hard to see a, a movie and you go, wow, I've never seen that before, but that definitely was one of those... That's a, that was an amazing scene to see. And you know I hadn't why seen something like that before. And and I'm actually glad that it was amazing to you because I did have to wake you up to see that part. <laughs> yes. I confess I do have an issue with I don't know if it's age or what but uh, I, I tend to fall asleep in movies a lot. And so it's not because the movies are bad but I don't know I just I have a hard time staying awake sometimes even if it's a good action movie but I'm glad I stayed awake for that part. You're right about that. Well, and and in your defense, uh, you pull some pretty late nights these days sometimes doing work or various other things. And so, I mean, you know, it's sometimes it's hard when you haven't had a lot of sleep. And I do remember when that church scene started up, I before it even started, I knew something was going to be cool. And so I immediately turned to you and I said, wake up! And your eyes went... <laughs> yeah. And then you got to see it, so... Yep, I saw that much of it anyway, but We yes. help each other out. Now, why don't we hear your number five? All right. My number five of my top five action movies list starts with RoboCop. 
And I'm not talking about the new one, the reboot, but the original RoboCop. And I, I have to say, going into my list too, uh, it's, it, it is hard to decide, you know, what makes the list. And for every one you put up there, you know, something else has to go out. But I think I had to go by, you know, things that really impacted me when I watched them for the first time. And it has that rewatchability factor where you want it on your shelf because anytime you want to watch it over and over again because there's so many good action scenes you have to have that in your collection so number five definitely robocop uh that was one of those movies where i hadn't seen at the time when it came out in 87 i hadn't seen anything like that the violence the satire uh just everything over the top was was such a first um but paul Warhoven with his gritty gory style of violence was just so fun and addicting and it was and you're laughing the whole way so and it, it was just it was amazing it was amazing the uh the, just the the how how much you could get you just you know blown away by the gore yet laughing and cheering the whole way i, I it was a, a great movie so number five robocop well you know I, a story about robocop for me and i've told you this before but uh that came out when i was 16 years old and Back in the 80s, you had to be 17 to see a rated R film. And I remember a couple of my friends wanted to go see it. And I was 16. And I remember kind of thinking, oh, I'm kind of sneaking in here. But I knew I was pretty much there. But I, the violence in that movie was so shocking. Uh, and the action was so great. But I remember the violence. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. And I remember walking out of the movie and the world was not the same anymore to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It was, it was, it's like the world had changed. And of course, I didn't say that to any of my friends I went with. I just came out saying, oh, it was great, you know. But inside, I was thinking, I couldn't get images out of my head that I'd just seen. And, and they're things that had never been planted in there. I mean, nowadays on YouTube, you can find anything you want. But back in those days, the way you saw stuff is you went to the movies. And uh, I will never forget that it, it changed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it changed me in a way. I mean, it was disturbing too. That opening scene where the main character gets uh, gets crucified via gunfire uh, was was pretty nasty, and it got even nastier when you, if you watched the extended Criterion uh, version. Uh, but it is, uh, yeah, it had been on a level of I'd seen a lot of action movies up to that point, but nothing had hit that level quite <laughs> at the level of gore that that one had had. So. Pretty cool. And back at that time, all that stuff was practical effects. It was all done with, there was no computer graphics to do that. It was done with real models and real blood. And I think that just added to it. Cause yeah, and some, and some pretty crappy stop motion animation. But, you know, hey, at the time, yeah. we loved it. It was all they had. So uh, it, it adds to the campiness now watching it. But it's still, right. still a favorite. So moving Great. on to number four. Number four. Uh, my number four is Terminator 2. And we talked earlier about sci-fi. We wanted to try to save sci-fi. And Terminator 2, you could say, is kind of on the edge of sci-fi. But I, I'm still going to put it in my, my top five because T2 was one of those movies. And again, James Cameron, there was he did action at that time, I think, better than anybody. And going to T2, part of what was so great, too, is at the time when that was in the theater, my dad and I went down to see it, and we picked a 2 o'clock in the afternoon time, and we got to the theater, and people were lined up around the block and then into the next block. I remember I took a look at that and thought, we're not going to get in. And we didn't. So we came back to the next show and came back really early. That was in the time where you actually did wait in line for a movie. And I think that just added to the excitement when you're standing out there and you feel like everybody's there. So then the action itself, I mean, I could go on and on about 
how amazing the action was and the things they did. For the sake of time, I'm, I'm not going to get too much into it. Uh, I will say that the car chase at the end uh, with the where the the they hit the freezer truck and he turns the, the bad guy's frozen and then he's unfrozen. I mean, all that stuff was just talk about not thinking about anything else except focused on what's happening. That's what a true awesome movie can do for you. Well, it's funny that your top four is num- is is Terminator Two because it happens to be my number four as well. So All just right. to add, just to add to what you were saying, uh, such a great movie. Uh, there was some cutting edge effects with the liquid Terminator. We hadn't seen that. I think at that time, The Abyss. He that was also another uh, James Cameron movie. Uh, he was really playing with that liquid technology. So that was just like, whoa, we haven't seen this before. That's really awesome. But the action, yeah, he was so good at uh, doing the action and uh, you know the. The truck chase and in the in the in the, uh, in the in the drainage tunnel area. The first time the Terminator has to you know battle, uh, and he's got the shotgun. He's flipping it. <laughs> that so yeah, many amazing he loops scenes. it around like a loops it around. Like it's like a circular cool. loop. Never seen yeah. anything like that before. And that's what I th- that movie we quote that movie all the time. I mean Schwarzenegger. It's hard not to quote him. But so many scenes. That's one of those movies got such great rewatchability factor. You could put that movie on, and there's so many good parts that oh this scene's coming up. Oh that scene's coming up. Oh it's this scene. It's that scene. So yeah, yeah if you awesome. and I are going to do a shoot together or something, and we get up, I'll say get out. <laughs> and of course, you know that I'm talking about when he gets in the helicopter and tells the other guy to get out. And that's get great. Out. I can say that, and Nord knows immediately what I'm talking about. Also, the opening guy when he confronts when when Arnold conf- confronts the biker, you forgot to say please. That's another <laughs> that's another quote that uh, less less famous, but uh, ultimately just as important. So, yep. all right, well let's all right, uh, so let's we've covered number four, number four quickly. So I will go to well, you go to number three. So this is back to you. Okay, so number three, and this might generate a little bit of controversy, but my number three would be Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Ooh. and. I know that a lot of people kind of, you hear that movie and they're like, eh. you know, you say Raiders of the Lost Ark and everybody's like, hey, and you say Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and people are like, what? Oh yeah, right, that one. Well, that to me is definitely my number three, hands down. Uh, just talk about the mine car chase alone. That was an amazing accomplishment that, again, had had just never been done like that. A use of stop motion and a combination of other tricks. But uh, in the opening scene at Club Obi-Wan, again, I I can watch Temple of Doom over and over, and I never get tired of it. And I've uh, even made my oldest son watch it with me a few times, and I've said, you can't just watch it once, got to watch a couple times, because you always get more things out of it. So, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom... Well, it's funny that you mentioned Indiana Jones because my number three is also Indiana Jones, but not Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, but oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, that must be Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, right? Oh, 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 yeah. That, that one you can just put under your tire and, and drive over that that thing. But no, I uh, I had to go with the classic Raiders. I must say, uh, before I speak about the, the the ultimate Indiana Jones movie, which is Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom. It's one of those strange movies where I'm with you. I understand why you put it on your list. It's one of those things where you take all the good stuff at it, out of it, and it's got some of the best action sequences. You mentioned the opening part. There's also the uh, the rope bridge finale. There's there's the, uh, the 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 fight with the big dude in the in the in the middle of the show. It's just there's a lot of stuff that 
drags on and you got Short Round who's a little annoying at times. You got Willie Scott who's a little bit annoying at times. That's the stuff that I think people tend to cringe out of. But if you could take all that out and get all the good action stuff in, you've got uh, a great uh, action movie. But Well, here's a little bit of inside information for you. In Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the opening scene at Club Obi-Wan where they basically then go into the plane and come down into the raft that goes down the mountainside, that was all written as part of the script to Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they actually took out those scenes just to cut the the movie down. So, Yep, that's right. That was... uh, deleted scenes that they just recycled and said, let's put it in this one. So, yep. yeah, you may not have known that one, but, yeah, good point, good catch. But uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, what can you say, man? This is one of those ones where I think at the time it came out, did not know what to expect, blown away by everything. You know, you think of the some yep. of the best, most legendary uh, action sequences, the truck chase, the the well of souls, the the fight in the in the uh, uh, in the marketplace, the battle, uh, the gunfight at the bar, the opening boulder scene. Um, th- all those sequences are just well, you can it's never a get tired. Masterpiece is Raiders of the Lost Ark, absolutely. And uh, made you know if Harrison Ford wasn't already huge by Han Solo. Uh, Indiana Jones just made him a, an icon forever. But uh, that movie, probably one of the most watched movies of all time for me, when it was on VHS and you know and later on disc. Uh, n- still to this day, never get tired of watching it. Such a, a, a brilliant the music, the sound design, all that stuff was so good. Um, so what can you say? Raiders of the Lost Ark, classic number three for me. Well, and Raiders of the Lost Ark is my number two, so easy. We've already discussed it. It's, it's you know, right after Temple of Doom, number three, Raiders of the Lost Ark, number two. Uh, that is not going to slip my mind. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that goes to my number two, and I got to put in there The Matrix, baby. Matrix at number two. Uh, this movie was another one where I went into it you know, was wasn't a huge Keanu Reeves fan. He, uh, you know, well, he had that one. What was that flop right before then? That that movie where he was a tech something technical. I can't remember. What, I'm forgetting the name of it. Anyway, he had, he just had a movie that wasn't very good. And I was thinking, ah, is this going to be another one of those you know flops? I went in there. I was completely floored. We had never seen, and we all saw it together. We had never seen an action movie like that with that level of. You know, the, the altered dimensions, the bullet time effects, so many cutting edge things. I mean, that just rewrote the whole script when it came to action and style. That movie changed action films forever. You saw it imitated time after time, and even today, still imitated uh, by that style uh, 20, yeah, 20 years, 20, more than 20, 20 years later. Um, but again, we actually saw Matrix uh, together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we saw this. Uh, like many movies we've seen together, that was one of those ones. And uh, yeah. I always we remember sitting with you in the theater, and it was about 10 minutes in, and I was thinking to myself, this is really something. And I turned to Norb <laughs> and I said, this is pretty good. And Norb went, <laughs> He wouldn't even yep. look at me. He didn't want to take his eyes off I the screen. I was so engaged. I can't remember what time of the movie you asked me, but I'm sure it was a, some part where they were still revealing what's the Matrix and all that stuff, and it was just so well. They 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 they, they, they brought you in, which is so disappointing what happened after yeah. <laughs> number one because two and three is like, oh, God. But number one, uh, such a great movie. Revolutionized so many things, but yeah, num- number two on my list. So... You know, segueing into number one, uh, Norm and I did not share our list with each other before we did the show. And 
we know each other so well. I, I already know our number one is the same. <laughs> is this a hint? <laughs> number one. Die hard. Die hard. Yeah, baby. So I'll, I'll start out by saying Die Hard was one of those movies that I thought was going to be stupid. I saw the trailer and I saw pictures of it in the newspaper when they were promoting it and they were saying, you know, terrorists seize control of a building. I, Bruce Willis, I didn't even know who he was. And I thought, that looks dumb. It looks the same. But but then I think a friend of mine had said it was pretty good and I, I like to go to movies. So I, I asked a friend of mine to go with me. And so my expectations were really low. And when I saw that and at the end I, again I walked out and I, I couldn't believe what I'd seen life from, was life changed again right Watching yeah and I wasn't movie. disturbed I was elated <laughs> yep it, it was it, it, I felt the same way I went into it I thought what that guy from Moonlighting He's doing an action movie what the heck and again the, everything about that I think it just I, I was one of those movies again like Raiders like Matrix it, I was immersed. I was in that building. And everything from the cinematography, the sound design, the music, the music was awesome. And everything about that just you know, just puts you in that building. And it just was such a, a awesome feeling to, to be trapped in there with them. And the, the, the sequences they put in that show. I mean, never get tired of watching Die Hard. Well, if it's on TV, I will watch, stop and watch it just because it's, it's such a spectacle to behold. Well, and what's works so great about Die Hard is Die Hard, when it comes to a good movie, it's all about the setup. And Die Hard had that slow build where they set up the situation, which you're in a building. Everybody knows what it's like to be a building. We've all been in a building. We can identify with the basement, the parking garage, the, the security guy at the front desk. And so they, they ease you into just kind of a very comfortable space that you're familiar with. But then they, they slowly introduce you to every character that's part of the terrorist group and all their little tasks they're doing to cut the phone lines and, and basically, you know, lock off the elevators. But then they introduce you to Hans. And what makes a movie great is when you have a bad guy who you care about. And the worst movies are the ones where the bad guy is just an angry person and that's all he's just mad. One dimensional. Yeah. So Hans was this guy that just you couldn't stop listening to and you couldn't stop focusing on. I mean, Negan from The Walking Dead is another perfect example of someone like that where you where you just you're you're just engrossed and and you're sucked in and every time they're on screen you just you listen to every word they say and you you you're enjoying being with this person even though they're the bad guy. So again, that's another thing that made Die Hard so memorable was just yeah, how they Hans. built the characters and then the action that surrounds it just made it all work. Yeah, Hans was, he was not not just a bad guy, but he was funny. You know, he, he made you laugh, you know, while while you yeah. were uh, you know afraid of what he's going to do he's also cracking you up at the same time which was a brilliant stroke but yeah that's uh so many so many so many great moments and you, you just there's never a point where you feel like it's that slow point in the show there's always something good even when there's no action there's good stuff in there so it's, it, it definitely deserves and stands to be alone there at number one which is why i'm wearing my nakatomi plaza shirt today Courtesy of my 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 buddy, Rob. and feel free in the comments to you know start a debate. Is Doll is Die Hard a holiday movie? Is it not? You know, it did come out in the summer of '88, 
but is it a Christmas movie? Well, Bruce know. Willis. I thought he Bruce settled Willis that debate. Said, he, he said it was. I think he said it was a Christmas movie. Well, so he's I think one he guy, though. He's yeah, one but guy. he's the guy. I mean, what he's did the, the director say? He's John McClane. What did the cinematographer say? Well, John what McClane did the scriptwriter say? Yeah, yeah McClane. Yeah. McClane's a... Oh, he claims. you got to listen to McClane. McClane claims. <laughs> He only claims that it's a Christmas movie. Well, if you anyway. haven't seen Die Hard, I, I would be. I, I, it would be interesting to know who hasn't. If someone hasn't, I'd, I'd love to know about it. Uh, that is no, one. My, my you girls haven't. See. My girls haven't seen Die Hard yet. <laughs> they started to, and they got bored know. before the action started. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a second chance because they are missing out on classic, historic, legendary filmmaking right there. So. So, one thing I did tell Nora before we did our list, I said I, I did come up with an honorable mention, so I gave him the opportunity to know that so he could come up with his own. So, uh, I do have an honorable mention, and I think it's one that Nord might roll his eyes at, but my honorable mention is True Lies. <laughs> okay. See? Uh, See what I mean? I didn't so, roll my eyes. I... So, True Lies, again, what did I say earlier? James Cameron. Best action director, filmmaker of that time. True Lies. And you know, True Lies is one of those movies you can't yet get on Blu-ray or high def. It's it's coming. Camera's just holding out. That had a bathroom fight before we've seen we've seen bathroom fights now in like the Mission Impossible movies. I've seen them else, but True Lies had the first fight in a men's bathroom that really blew my mind. And then I will never forget the part where these cars are driving along this bridge and this Harrier jet hits hits the bridge with these missiles and it blows up and it's all slow-mo and the cars are flying and I didn't even realize it was models. It looked so real. I found out later it was models. Uh, there's a slow-mo, North favorite part is this slow-mo gun that, <laughs> that goes down the stairs firing away, shooting all the bad guys. Uh, he'll tell you how much he likes that part. Oh, God, I was just going to bring that up. And no, it that... had a, a cool Corvette scene. Bill Paxton has a great performance. You probably don't even realize he was in that movie. Vet anyway, honorable mention. honorable mention. <laughs> well, I have to admit, the, uh, the the scene on the bridge was pretty cool. That, that was... Uh, that that that's worth it. If I can just watch that part, I'll, I'd be fine. But <laughs> big disagreement on that one. But uh, for my honorable mention, I had a few on there. I was thinking about Mad Max Fury Road. I was thinking about Deadpool. But I, I had to go with the recent because all of my movies are kind of older ones. They're all from like the '80s and stuff. So I had to think, what's, what's a newer movie that I honorable mention? John Wick Three. John Wick Three, man, is uh, a great film. In the sense that the action choreography really blew my mind. I mean, we've seen John Wick one and two, and a lot of the same stuff, but they really upped up the, uh, the the knife throwing choreography. That scene where they were just throwing knives at each other—it's just amazing. Uh, the opening fight scene in that show, and that that was on a whole another level. We'd seen a ton of uh, choreographed fights, but that one was really good. So I put I John Wick three on uh, my honorable mention. And I really do agree. That movie was great. Yeah. No, no sarcasm at all. That movie was <laughs> awesome. Uh, I I enjoyed it a lot, and it had it had some great moments throughout. So yes, that's all worth right. mentioning. So that rounds up. That rounds up our top five action movies. So, but before we wrap up, Mike, I think you had something to finish up with right before we really end this show. Yes. So on the Watchmen, we are going to make a tradition at the end of every show that I am going to show you a surprise. So I'm a collector, 
And I have collected a lot of crap over the years. And a lot of times I look at this crap and I think, why do I have this crap in my house? Well, now I know why, because I get to share it with you one thing at a time. So my first Perfect. piece of crap that now I'm really glad I have is very fitting because it goes right along with our number one is Nakatomi Plaza from Oh, Dyer. yeah. And I know you have one of these, I've too. Got one I, too. Got I would have brought mine, too. Yeah, you got it for me. <laughs> That's I know. It's awesome. So nothing like having a beautiful replica of Nakatomi Plaza complete with dust on the front. You can see the dust right there. That's because, you know, I've had it a long time, and it, it's <laughs> well displayed. If it was in a box, it wouldn't have dust on it, right? So That's right. This is the surprise of the end of the first show, and uh, I hope you keep watching because there is plenty more where this came from. That's right. So, yeah, well, I guess that wraps things up. So that was our top five action movies, but uh, we got a lot more to come. And so if you guys want us to talk about something else, a particular show, a, a movie, or anything you want The Watchmen to talk about, put it in the comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. Can't wait to chat with you more. This has been fun, Norb. It has been fun. And this is a little bit longer than... We're planning. We're planning to keep each show about 10 to 15 minutes. We knew this one would run longer because it's our first, and so we're, we're finding our own pace. But uh, if you're still with us at this point, we appreciate you staying with us to the end. And in the future, we do plan to, to get them a little bit shorter. Once again, I'm Norb. And I'm Mike. And we are The Watchmen. The Men Who Watch. See you next time. Take care. Thanks for watching The Watchmen. Please click on here to watch other episodes and be sure to hit that like button too. And please subscribe and hit that notification bell. That way you'll always be alerted to any future episodes. It really helps us out and we appreciate it. We'll see you next time. And remember, we'll be watching.